Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. You know, uh, Brandon Johnson, the chef, Brandon Johnson, he's a BLM mayor, Brandon Johnson, but he's also like a chef. And here's why. I was at Shaw's over the weekend for Mother's Day, and Betty and I watched the beloved Chicago Fire win it's their second game in a row, and my first time at Soldier Field this year. And I wanted to go to a fine seafood restaurant and find out the secret of chefs cooking frogs. And you know why? I, I really didn't order frogs. All, all I ordered was a couple dozen oysters, great wine, and uh, clam chowder. But frogs, they're like the people of Chicago. You put them in the pot in cold water, so they're normal. So they're used to it. They're, they're not freaking out. And then after you take power, you slowly turn up the heat, like uh, Alderman Ramirez Rosa, the communist or socialist Democrat, whatever he calls himself. He's the floor leader now. And the transition team boss, yeah, that's the SEIU boss, the union boss. And so the we don't they don't want the frogs to jump out immediately. But they will, and then it's going to be too late. So much happened in just a few days. We're getting ready for the um, funeral of slain Chicago police officer Ariana Preston, the um, terrible killing of that officer, a direct result of the socialist left-wing policies of Kim Fox. That's your legacy, Kim Fox. That woman should not have been killed the people that killed her or are alleged to have killed her should have been locked up long before they were committing violent acts, robberies, hijackings. They should have been locked up. But you know what? You and Tim Evans, Preckwinkle, I I wrote about this over the weekend. And Jeff Carlin and I are going to talk about it. And we got plenty of other things to talk about. Jeff Carlin, my friend, executive producer at WGN Radio, future physics teacher. And, of course, I'm here, John Cass, you know, the guy with the big mouth, editor-in-chief of johncassnews.com, your favorite website. And unlike the Chicago Tribune, I don't give it away. It's not given away for pennies, you know, because I put value in it. I put value on it. And where are you as Brandon Johnson and the Chicago City Council corral us into the pot and crank up the heat and police officers are killed by thugs who should have been in jail and Joe Biden and that letter of his that protected his 2020 election. You're on the Chicago Way podcast on WGN+. Plus. So this is a guy who lives high on the hog and he has this Tammany Hall-style attitude to power and um it is it's the chicago way absolutely Look, the, the, the chicago way is a deep cultural phenomenon it's the chicago way the chicago way that's the focus in a tower by the river there lived a man there was a man who took a stand with pen and paper in his hand 
defeating foes in every ward with a pen more mighty than the sword. No escape from his ink lasso in a tower by the river. Castle. Here's how you get him. He pulls a knife, you pull a gun. He sends one of yours to the hospital, you send one of his to the morgue. That's the Chicago way. As promised, here's Jeff Carlin to talk about why he's dissing me on the photograph. <laughs> hey, John. Yeah. It's good he to- doesn't like his photograph in the paper. I don't, we should have John and Jeff, we should be on the, on the cover of coffee mugs. <laughs> on on coffee know, mugs and T-shirts. A few bucks, you know, for John Cass and Jeff Carlin. Pay, pay, <laughs> pay Jeff's uh, educational expenses while he's going to school. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, people would like that. They would like to have a Chicago Way trademark. Chicago. Yeah, Eric. (laughs) Yeah, Eric Zorn. They are trademark, dude. Okay. I know you freak out about that, too. But but they were trademarked by a lawyer. And here's Jeff. We can make some money doing that. People like that. They want the Chumbalone hat. They want to see Jeff. Modeling a Chumbalone, no Chumbalone zone hat. I will gladly be your model, John. I will gladly be your model for some wares, but I don't think anybody needs my face on a T-shirt or a hat. Yes, I do. I think I think <laughs> Jeff Jeff Carlin's like it would be like the logo, you know, right? Like a logo, like uh, Sam the cooking guy, but Jeff the teaching guy. <laughs> <you know? laughs> oh, that's good, John. Big glasses. Yeah, there you go. Well, we'll we'll put a pin on that. I'll get our marketing team on it. But speaking of teams, John, so you were out and about. Uh, it's a big weekend. It was Mother's Day weekend, and a lot yeah. of people out and enjoying. You took uh, the, you and the boys took Betty to a fire game. Uh, Betty and I and the boys, yes, we went to the fire game. Uh, nice. We sat in the handicap section because I could bring my wheelchair. Because you know, after a while, you get tired. Sure. Yeah. But one thing I noticed there that caused a little consternation, you know the the seating, the uh, folding chairs for the handicapped people like me are really soft. They have real big cushions, unlike the ones we have at home. And I, I, I pointed this out to Betty. I'm like, those are nice to sit in compared to the ones we have at home. <laughs> kind of gave me a stare. <laughs> kind of uh... gave me a stare. He's like, be happy that you're out of the, you don't have to sit in the chair all the time. For sure. I mean, that what a great thing. And, and the team won for the second time in a row. When was the last time that happened with the Chicago Fire? How, how easy is it to beat a team back to back? Not only tw- twice same in the same team, season, right? But one game and then the next game. Yeah. That's incredible. Frank Lopez, you're God, you're football God, my friend. He, he sure is. He's a good man. Yeah, Mother's Day is, you know, a good time. I hope everyone enjoyed it. Tough, t- tough weekend usually for me, you know, and yeah, anybody else who's lost their mom. I know it's, it's, uh, you get a lot of memories come flashing back a weekend like this and seeing people hanging out and all the ads and stuff. And so, how was your, how was your dad and you? How were your dad and you during this weekend? Because your mom, you lost your mom. How when when was it? A couple of years ago, right? Yeah, we lost her in two thousand twenty. Um, so it's. It's yeah. been a couple of years. Um, yeah, it was. It's it's tough, you know. It's it's uh, a, a tough weekend, but you know, you try to remember the good things and and be positive. So I, I make try to make the best of it, and I try to lay low. You know, everyone wants to go out and do something, and I'm usually the one that's like, you know, I'm going to take this weekend and work on myself. Um, 
but it's good. Yeah, I'm I'm lucky to have everything I have. So, well, at least nobody is attacking your mom, right? Yeah. Okay, we got to get into this. I know. This thing is, On Mother's Day of all things, Jeff and I are part. You know, we're broadcasters. I guess. Sure. You know, we're involved in radio or like in broadcast in uh, podcasting. But you know, uh, one thing I never liked. I never like this tit for tat back and forth between people that think their personalities are so big, like they had they have to stab stab and punch down mm-hmm. you know, the way like the way the pick a little talk, a little pick a little talk, a little cheap, cheap, cheap talk a lot, pick a little more people. Right. Some of whom I worked with at the Tribune, um, get involved and and try to comment on me and Jeff and what we're doing. Mm-hmm. I, I, I we we ignore that, you know, because yeah. the dragon does not hunt flies. Right? <laughs> but this time, I stood for a friend of mine, Dan, and a friend of ours, Dan Proft, was attacked. His mother was attacked. Yeah. Can you tell us, tell us about this thing? This is sick. It is. It's it's embarrassing. I mean, so Dan, as Dan does, you know, it doesn't go out there to make friends. He goes out there to, to tell it like it is. And he you know, did what he does. He said that city is, is Chicago is having a terrible time with violence and, and crazy policy stuff. They made a comment on online after following up on Shane Reardon, who I, I you know, I don't know if anybody cares or, or knows who he is. Um, I, I've had run-ins with him in, in radio and in the business. He's a producer here in Chicago, produces for a sports station uh, that's not attached to ESPN, and he it's he, he he's kind of a rabble rouser type. So he he gets all upset because Shane Reardon does because. Some personality on ESPN is bad mouthing Chicago, saying it's you know dangerous, and and Dan says it is. What are you hell are you talking about? It replies to him on Twitter, and so Shane's retort to Dan calling saying this is quoting Dan here. When I say the Chicago press course is inhabited by illiberal pop and jays who flap for the Marxists because they so want to be considered colleagues of similarly disposed political core, it's hysterics like this goof from the score I'm referencing. And he's referencing Shane getting mad at someone else, telling him to keep Chicago out of your bleeping mouth. Like he's some tough guy who is like <laughs> connected to the mob or a boss. I mean, the, the, he's the, standing up. He's right. standing. This, yeah. this, is, this is how the left. Poor Chicago home. can't handle itself. It needs Shane Reardon to pick it up. I mean, that's the thing. And this is a kid who grew up in the suburbs. The kid grew up in Schaumburg, has maybe lived in Chicago <laughs> for 10 years since he went to college. Right. I mean, right. and of suddenly he's the savior and he knows what Chicago's all about and he talks a big game and all this stuff. I mean, he's you know, just... Oh, wait, wait, Jeff. You know why? Because I get it all the time from these from these jerks. They grew up in the suburbs. They grew up in Michigan. They grew up somewhere else. And then they moved to Chicago. And you know what? They read stories and, and retweet stories about the tamale guy. You know the tamale guy at the bar? Who gives a shit, right? Tamale guy at the bar. That's not Chicago. Is that Chicago? Because you think that uh, Eloteros and other vendors are, are really Chicago? You suck, okay? But you. But here's what they did. They didn't like what Tom, uh, what uh, Danny said. So on the score, they began joking about 
sexually assaulting his mom, Dan Prof's mom. Mm-hmm. That's the that, and that's the crazy thing. So so Shane on air live on air. It's being recorded, right. and this is the guy. This guy goes out there and says, "I would like to uh, have sex with Dan's mom." Play yeah, it. yeah, he's and not Dan, gonna do that. I'll have sex with your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Prof, you bring your mother over here, I'll bone her. Oh my god! I don't care, dude. No, you shouldn't. Hey, if, I mean, if, like, that's just if you were no, a, if you were a murder so... suspect, Shane. If you were a murder suspect, then Amy Jacobson would swim in your pool with you. She probably would. That's that's the only time she, she does. probably would. Th- those are two of the worst people on the face of the planet, and and I think that that's pretty evident. Says, says the guy who just said that he liked to have sex with this guy's dead mom. Yeah. We're really making a case for the worst person on the planet. Mrs. Prof died several years ago. Several years ago, yeah. I was at her funeral. Kristen McQuarrie and I went. I think you were there. A lot of us went. She was a lovely lady. And you're talking about having sexually assaulting her and making a joke of sexually assault before Mother's Day? Right. You're beneath You're beneath contempt. But I'll tell you one thing. Dan said uh why don't you give, give me your address and i'll come over and the 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 total braveheart guy that you know right. and all these big, other two big tough matt guy. spiegel and all these other assholes, they didn't have the guts to to follow up on their offer of sending their um address yeah and i mean and dan who i, I no surprise dan is a consummate uh, gentleman, even when he's trying to disparage someone because he's that good. <laughs> um, but he, I mean, that's what he did. He invited them to sit down. We'll have dinner, his dress, you know, J- Dan's treat. We, we can talk this through and see like why you think it's an, an, a, you need to, to call out my mom and why you need to, to be like this and why <laughs> you're wrong about the city. And, and what is Dan, uh, Shane turns around on Twitter again and Aeon calls him a hack and calls him a loser. And it's this is the stuff I don't understand. Like, this is people think this is cool. People think that, you know, I'm going to have sex with your mother. <laughs> that's radio. That's intelligent sportcasting. This is a station that fired a guy for way less, way less than this, saying that on air that some random person, I'm going to have sex with your mother. I, I don't mean, really believe in, I don't believe in canceling people because. You should say whatever you want to say. And not on radio, it. not on air, John. I will go to the man on that. The airways are publicly owned, so they have to be good. They cannot be bad. You can't take the public airwaves and call for abusing somebody or attacking somebody or doing anything of that nature because they're owned by the public for the public good. And we have strict laws and controls for that. And this is an this this guy, Shane, went to school for this. The guy went to college for this. He knows the rules of radio. He knows Columbia? what it is to be. He knows what it is to be a good broadcaster. He knows what it is to be a bad broadcaster. He chooses to be a shock jock kind of mentality, and it's terrible. It's the lowest common denominator, and it shouldn't be allowed on air. If you want to listen to someone threatening somebody or swearing or talking about how much they hate somebody, which they do all the time when they talk about athletes or other commentators or anything like that, then you should have to you should, you should get a podcast, and people should pay for it. It shouldn't be broadcast. That's that's not what broadcasting is for. It, broadcasting is sharing information, sharing opinions and ideas, and being for the greater good. This idea, this 
bull crap on the radio that these guys consider we're a radio stars and you think you're gods to make fun of and rip on people and threaten people that's asinine and in my opinion they should be fired you know what let's fire them okay fine it's not canceling i'm not canceling these guys because they because they're you know leftist or rightist or one way or the other it's canceling because they're terrible people mitch rosen is the general manager he knows yeah better than this and absolutely look look let me tell you what the secret of wscr and all sports talk these are guys who never could make a football team right they could never make a basketball team or any kind of team you know why because they're paired up with former police former um jocks right sometimes but they could never make the baseball team the basketball team the football team the soccer team, the hockey team. You know what they're, they are? They're guys who collect baseball cards. <laughs> right. These are They, the, they collect these sto- are, other people's stories. Yeah. These are the nerds who talk about courage and mm-hmm. guts while they're sucking up to some multimillionaire sports owner while they're also saying, you know what? We speak truth to power. You do? Yeah, You speak right. truth to power? Because you're a sports right writer, you're a you're, you're a sports sports commentator, producer. All you produce a sports yeah. radio station. All you do is suck up to power. Right. That's all you do. Yeah. That's so enjoy a, yourself. And and I I will say that uh, I haven't seen anything on their on uh, Shane's uh, Instagram or his uh, social media since this all went down. So uh, someone someone had a conversation with him. About because well, the weekends are usually where he comes to life and then talks about his great cooking prowess. I mean, this is the guy who less than a week ago was talking all sentimental about Lynn Bramer and how much he the world misses him. And it's, it's Lynn such Bramer a good, was a gentleman. Yeah, Lynn Bramer would never go on air and say he's going to blank someone's mother. So you right. disingenuous piece of crap, in my opinion. Like yeah. get out of here. Right. Anyway, I'm I done agree. With him. I'm all done right, with let that him guy. go. Let them go. Let the let the lid close yes. on the flies that are already on these three s. You bleep it up. It's these three assholes, okay? Because they are yeah. they are the they are the lords of flies now. They they, they sure are. Speaking they sure are. Speaking of which, though, I got since we're mentioning the lords of flies and everything's you know continuous stream of consciousness for me today. <laughs> right. What has happened to the city? Is it the city not Lord of the Flies? Uh, yeah, it seems so. Today, as we tape this in the morning, the city is preparing for the uh, inauguration of one Brandon Johnson. Oh. After we uh, gave a ticker tape parade inside City Hall to Lori Lightfoot for her one term. Okay, uh, what... <laughs> what is this constant like long goodbye the long goodbye i know i feel like it's either like a bunch of greeks and italians saying goodbye after they had dinner and it lasts like three hours in the driveway right. and then you have to come back in and have uh <laughs> have coffee and, and more coffee cake and watermelon or something i mean right. that's how we used to say the long goodbye in our family yeah, I know. I don't mean I, I get it. I mean, I understand that, you know, Lori, Lori Life of going out. She's with the first black gay mayor and it's a whole thing. And they want to, you know, have their place. In she sucked. In the market. She well, right. failed. She didn't win. No, right? but it's so. not that she didn't win. 
She left well, the yeah. city worse than she found it. She destroyed the police department. She destroyed public order. She let the thugs of BLM and the rioters destroy the loop. It's never recovered and won't recover for as long, for many, many years. What has she done right. to be remembered, to go to get into a vintage Cadillac and say goodbye? <laughs> what the bleep was that? I know. Come on, I mean, I, I would have just slipped out the back and be like, well, I'll see you all later. Don't call me. I'll call you. And that would have been it. But. Yeah, it's uh, today's Brandon Johnson day. It's it'll be interesting, John. I mean, you've seen some of the picks, some of the three people he's tabbed to be in his administration. I mean, have you uh, any any take on that? Any feeling yeah, about? I do. Yeah. Do you have any take on the on the uh, look? He's putting in the SEIU as his transition chief, right? That's the hard left as you go. That's as hard left as the Chicago Teachers Union, of which he's a part. You you have uh, Carlos Rosa, Carlos Ramirez Rosa, singing the in- International. I think all of Chicago should learn how to sing it. Uh, what, what, do we have an official song yet? Yeah. Come on, man. Get get with it. it. It's. There's no doubt. I mean, he, John, Brandon Johnson, mayor elect, soon to be mayor, uh, actual, he is going full tilt uh, to the left and, and doesn't care. I mean, it seems like, like you said, that that hire is extremely left. He, this is a guy who's, who's bringing, who started, I don't know if he specifically, but people attached to him, people are, are actively campaigning on social media. And I've seen these ads calling out, uh, uh, Allison Arwady, the, the the chief of the public health for Chicago, and trying to make her into like a fascist or a Nazi. And Johnson has has had conversations with her. For those who don't know, she's you know was the head chief of medicine liber- for the city. She's a liberal doctor. What? Well, right. She's a liberal doctor. I mean, she was Mayor Lightfoot's. You know, now she's a fascist. Second in command, <laughs> right? Exactly. I mean, when it came to the 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 COVID right. pandemic, yeah, she was right there with her. She was the the Alfred to her Bruce Wayne, if right, you will. right, right. And and she's being lambasted. Yeah, right. It's and it's like so. Johnson can't explain what he doesn't like about her, other than that he doesn't like that not her job and not her. Her ability to to suss out information—it's her politics. It sounds like so she she was she was with the past regime. She was identified, right. and now you know, like if anyone who's read about the Bolsheviks and Lenin and Stalin, mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. to have show trials, and then you have to purge. That's the thing, John. Yeah. It's why who's who's spending this time and effort on bad mouthing Alison Arwady for what? I mean, it's not an election, you know, he's going to decide one way or another, probably decide that she doesn't, you know, they don't need to need her. They need someone else. But, but that's, but that's, that's your choice. Get rid of her. You got, right, you got elected. You know, it gets to this core. Like you were talking about like yeah. the downfall of, of, you know, the Republic and the down. It's this idea. It goes back to the, the weirdness of it. it's the idea that you have to be, you have to attack somebody down to their core if you don't like them, if you disagree with them. So Alison Arwady has to be a fascist and evil and all this terrible stuff because you don't, you disagree with her about something like that's where we are, John. And it's people, 
it terrifies me. And, and it, it shows up in everyday life. You're out on the road, someone, you know, you inadvertently don't put your turn signal on and you, you cut somebody off. Well, then they're going to come at you with everything they got because they hate you. You're a terrible person. You're their enemy. And th- this, this vitriol towards everybody we don't agree with or, you know, see eye to eye in or slight the, the slightest. It's, 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 it's terrible. We're, we're animals, John. If we're going to be like this, I mean, that was a, that's the thing that defines us. I don't think being I, able. To- I don't think you've studied. You know, you're you're a man who studies physics, and I love that about you. You know, you <laughs> you think in sure. terms of not person human personalities, but celestial celestial bodies in space. Sure, I got that. Let me tell you something. This is Lord of the Flies in Chicago. And Brandon Johnson is one of the lords. He follows the four furies, Tony Preckwinkle, Kim Fox, who some on the left say has not really written her legacy. Really? She hasn't written her legacy? Ariana Preston is dead, the police officer, okay? She's dead because people who should have been in jail were released to go hunting for other human beings in Chicago. That's why they got out. Their name, the, the hunters were alleged alleged killers were Trevor Breland, Joseph Brooks, Jaquan Buchanan, and 16-year-old Jalen Frazier, charged as an adult. And all of them benefited from the their educations were they didn't have educations because they were Chicago public school students who were locked out of uh, class. And when they when if they robbed or stole or did something terrible, they were excused because Kim Fox and Tony Preckwinkle don't want people in jail. And Tom Dart, the scared little white guy, Going along with the program, you know, it's just pathetic. They call that, and and they just want to not get in, get anyone upset, and so they just let them continue to mature on the vine. And they they came out and and stole Officer Preston's life, and she'll be buried on the seventeenth, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's, yeah. and and the crazy part is that that's not unusual. They're not the exception not. to the rule. They're the the daily daily. I mean, this is right. We're used to it, right? Whatever, John. Whatever, Jeff. This is part of Chicago. No, that's why people leave. That's why the frogs jump out of the pot. Okay, right. But right. Uh, you know, you want to live like that. I'm, and, yeah, and I'm not trying, but but instead we're too busy getting you know fake anger, anger and outrage of people who dare disparage Chicago. Now how dare you? Right. How dare how you? How dare you call into question a city where thousands of people die <laughs> every year? And thousands of people are shot. Four thousand people right. shot a year. Right. <laughs> I think if you, I think the number of shootings tell the story more than the homicide. Yeah, for sure. Because Absolutely. those, and you know what, we got to have Pat Fitzmaurice on again because 
those those shootings warm weather yeah 4000 shootings i mean the reason why there's not a thousand or 2000 homicides is because a the gangbangers can't shoot and b the paramedics and the er docs and the er nurses are uh incredibly skilled and hard working yeah sure yeah the field technology yeah. is is improved since uh I mean, being in Iraq, that helped. Um, but Jeff, I, Jeff, something's coming up. Uh, Memorial Day's coming up. Yeah, and I, I got. I'm, you know, I don't want to cook frogs for Memorial Day. But no. now that I've had uh, o- open heart surgery and everything, I think I can, I can be uh, risky, and I can take a risk and have some. <laughs> Good Italian sausage. Oh, geez. You know, because I've been cleaned out, right? Isn't it like a new lease on life? Like they clean me out, they have another sausage, right? Is that how it works? Yeah, I guess. So. And uh, I, I'm just wondering now, do people know, like, okay, you're a chef, even though you're not a not a meat eater. Do you know I'm a cook. You know how to you know how to cook sausage? How to cook a good sausage? Yeah, like- what do you do? Well, so it's I mean, not I, dry. What do you do? Oh, uh, so it's not dry. Well, usually, one you got to have really good sausage that's not dry to begin with. So you, right. you want to have it's a little have extra fat. Fat is flavor. Little, yeah, yeah. yeah. A little extra fat in that in there. And then I know I I don't do it enough because I'm not a big sausage guy. But I know some guys will do is they'll put the soak the sausages in beer and then <laughs> for like. Yeah, John. Not overnight or anything, but you know, for like five minutes, ten minutes before they grill, throw them on the grill. You could, take, you could make a bath, but really, it's the way. It's okay. First is you're you're right. First is the sausage. Who makes it? How it's made. Second, sure. how you approach it. You know, like if you approach the green, like in a, a putting green, where approach, sure. approach the drive. Sure, sure. So you got to wiggle your butt. You know, when you're getting ready to <laughs> drive that ball. I, I've never played golf in my life. Because I always thought it was for rich white judges, you know, like Irish <laughs> judges, you know, and, and police chiefs. Yeah, police chiefs. But you gotta kick it, cook it indirect, not directly over the fire, off to the side. Cook it slow. Cook it low. Don't let the casing get popped. Don't you know right. when when they're people put it directly over the fire and you've got the casing and the spring by the by the sure. time you by the time you you put that on a, on a bun it's dry because you've burned it you've killed it you can't you can't do that we could maybe do it in a bath of beer and then simmer it five minutes yeah. and then cook it off heat we got to get that would be the way I that's the way I I would do it. I mean, not that I'm a big sausage guy again, but I would do the, the steam them up real good in a in a and then get them some color and and char oh. on the off heat. But that's me. You know, there's a, the I I'm going to I want to go to Boston to go to the Union Fish House Oyster yeah. House, the oldest uh the oldest restaurant in the United States started in 1830. And Daniel Webster used to stand at the bar and <laughs> do shooters. That's amazing. He'd shoot um, shoot oysters, 
Oysters, and, yeah. And he'd have a big glass of brandy and water and drink brandy and water. And every time he'd drink, he'd eat a plate of oysters and have another brandy and water. He'd, eat, he'd eaten like eight, eight, eight plates of oysters. That's eight dozen. I could, Good for reducing your blood pressure and a healthy heart. Oysters are. They are? I thought yeah. they were. I thought they were cholesterol, and then you you, no. you walk around like uh, like a randy uh, sexy guy. Well, they yeah no no, but that's why they are because they reduce your blood pressure, increase blood flow, so you can uh, oh like the blue get pill your, get your yeah. extremities going. I don't want to get so. into that subject because we were talking about Mother's Day and uh, food. <laughs> and well, I was. Are you going to listen? Are you going to put? Uh, get take a selfie of yourself and put that together with the selfie I, you know, the beard John selfie that I just sent you and illustrate this podcast. Are you going to try to find some esoteric like? <laughs> we have to wait and see. Man, God. So <laughs> hey, y'all. Well, last you, thing before yeah. we go, uh, I got the boys out here Sunday. And we planted the garden. So all you garden lovers, Ooh. you got to you got to hire my sons or use your sons to plant it because I, you know, I, there's no way I'm gonna wheel a wheelchair out in the middle of the garden with all the peat. But yeah, yeah. I can't wait. I can't. There's so, there's so much on YouTube you can't you can't miss. You can't. I know. It's- yeah, and how? But somehow the schools need help. I don't get it. Yeah, everything we need to learn is on YouTube. Uh, well, John, it's been fun. It's great to hear uh, that you were out and about. Yeah, thanks, uh, buddy. In the city, that's awesome. Uh, we need more of that. We need to get together and enjoy life because that's what it's for. Um, but coming up, we hope to connect soon with Miranda, the great Miranda Divine. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, I do. From our previous podcast, our, our listeners might, but from New York Post, some great analysis. Uh, she's a great book on the uh, laptop from hell. Um, and she's all over this Biden stuff, which is getting pretty interesting. And, and it's it's becoming harder and harder for Democrats to ignore. So that'll be interesting. They will. As long as they can ignore it, as long as as long as they they don't care, you know, how they've destroyed the country. And this is not the Democrats that I remember, because the Democrats I remember mm-hmm. were like John Kennedy, Richard J. Daley, people like that. So right. Reasonable people that you might have a disagreement with, but they weren't nutballs like that Shane Reardon guy, whatever his name is, who oh, yeah. scream at people. Clown. Yeah, so hope to connect with her soon. Hope uh, Heather McDonald's got some new workout. Um, great book. So want great book. Yeah, we want to like, try to connect with her soon. So watch this space for that. Um, also, I got, do, I got a, yeah. I got a call from uh, a former mayoral candidate who wants to come on and say hello. Oh, I don't know if we. Should, yeah, well, you know, I don't care. We'll discuss. Yeah, we'll, we'll discuss. discuss. And uh, anyway, there's so much going on. I uh, I just want to have a crisp white wine and two dozen oysters at Shaw's Crab House. There you go. With you. Okay, buddy? Sounds good to me. Me too. For Jeff Carlin, executive producer, WGN Radio, future physics teacher, 
kind of a cat lover, but I haven't heard much about his demon cats for a while. They're and, fantastic. Oh, really? They're they're fantastic. Okay, good. Yeah, are they're very good. When you wake up uh, from you know napping on the couch, are they sitting right next to you, sucking your soul out of your body? They, we call it cuddling, John. Yeah, that's what you call it. Familiars of Satan. And for me, John Cass, executive editor, johncassnews.com, your favorite website and future cooking master. Or I am a cooking master. And I'll just, maybe I'll teach you how to cook a sausage. Thanks for joining us on another edition of your favorite podcast in the world, the Chicago Way Podcast on WGN+.